This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Connected. I'm SJ. I'm AJ. And we the Connected Experience. Hey, bro, what's the Connected Experience? It's a lifestyle, man. So what we go do is we take individuals who don't know each other, who do business, and we connect them or we interview. It's only two types of ways you can get on here if you're a rapper. If you up and coming or, or you're a legend. legend. And by legend, we don't mean we think you're a legend. We got a list of shit that we check off that <laughs> constitutes you as a legend. And then we might talk to some CEOs. We might just talk to each other. Man, it's just a lifestyle. We might throw some events. We might be on other people's podcasts. But the connected experience it's is a lifestyle. It's not a lifestyle. lifestyle. It's an experience. It's an experience. It come get connected. Right. So you got a book pick? No, I actually got a term, and our term is definitely based on the guest, and it's uh, reality. And that's something that constitutes a real or actual thing as distinguished from something that is merely apparent. So that's your term. And I got a person you need to know, which also kind of go with the guests. And the person you need to know is Clarissa Shields. She a young boxer from Flint, Michigan. She currently holds the WBC and IBF titles in the middleweight and super middleweight divisions. She is also the only boxer in history, male or female, to win back-to-back gold medals in the Olympics 2012-2016. And she's actually the first American woman to win the Olympic gold medal. Salute. So why, Salute would that be the, why would that be the people? Why, why are we talking? talking reality and why are we talking somebody from Flint? Because right now, man, we got one of my personal favorite MCs and just like a good person, we've known him, I say, for well, years. Yeah, now. we gonna get into that. Yeah, though. we gonna yeah. get into that. But we sitting with bootleg of the Dayton family, ID, Irate. He got a bunch of them, but we sitting with bootleg from the Dayton family. Go ahead and introduce yourself, bro. What's up, man? It's, it's, it's great to be here. Bootleg, yeah. a.k.a. Ira Dorsey, yeah. a.k.a. The Rap Capone. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm right here with you. Yeah, you all right today, man? I'm hanging in there, brother. So what we want people to do, man, we want to connect the people with you. A lot of people, like we just had a lady in here. We was on her show, and we asked her, like, you know who the Dayton family is? She said, no. Nah. So we go go back and put her up on you because we say, if you want to sit in, we got bootleg coming. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? Yes, sir. So talk about growing up in Flint, because you from Flint. Talk about growing up in Flint. In, in the late 80s. Early like, 90s. Early yeah, 90s. Yeah, early late 80s, 80s, early 90s, man. Hey, Flint was a was a beautiful place to grow up, man. You know, um, you know, kind of similar to growing up right here in Detroit, man. Um, you know, I had an average, regular childhood, man. Yeah. And um, you know, it wasn't as violent as it is today. Yeah. You know, back then it was plenty of jobs. General Motors was there, yeah. man. And um Flint was a, a party city, man, and 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 you know it it was beautiful. You know it was a common black city. Yeah. So uh, like you just mentioned, there was violence. So like if you might have heard us, we was like something about a conspiracy episode that some of our partners got coming up. So we got like a real conspiracy theory about how you just said it was like a nice black city, right? Mm-hmm. So my whole theory is that. Because I believe that the government got everything planned out how they want it to happen, mm-hmm. right? Because the war on drugs happened because at one point, every news station across the country talked about crack cocaine at the same time. When like nobody, Right, mm-hmm. when nobody knew what crack cocaine was. So pick what I'm about to say. Pontiac, Flint, it was about to happen in Detroit. They suck you in through the plant. Because what's that? A good job. That's right. Right? So not everybody got a good job. So mm-hmm. I could be from Detroit, but if I can get a job up in Flint when the, when the work popping, I'm going to move up there. I'm going to buy a house, right? That's right. But then the plant already know when it's scheduled to close the day it open. So they going to say, by the time this plant closed, we got to flood these communities with drugs. And then all these people who worked at the factory, they what? They in debt because they bought a house. 
They, they children not being raised because mm-hmm. we had to plant 12 hours a day. What y'all going to do? We going to go outside and we going to sell drugs. So now the parents losing the homes. They losing their kids to drugs and violence. And then you end up with a situation like Pontiac with Flint. That's what's happening in Detroit. So I think that they do that purposely because they suck you in with what? A good job. There's no such mm-hmm. thing as a good job if you work for somebody else. It's that's a true. decent job. But if you can't get up and leave when you want to. If you're not the boss. It's right. The job. Right. So that's just how I feel about that. So. Yeah. Uh, I if, agree with you. If people not from Flint, explain what Dayton Ave mean to Flint before y'all put it on the map as rappers. Like uh, what Dayton Ave actually means we, to Flint. Well, we we grew up on Dayton. Matter of fact, Shoestring still live on Dayton yeah. to this day. You know, um, Dayton was just the neighborhood gathering street. Actually, man, you know we um all gathered at the store right there, man. Dayton is like a legendary street through there, man. You know, in the early 90s, everybody that ever sold narcotics that made it was successful <laughs> drug dealers came off Dayton. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, guys that went on to have some real money and own businesses and properties, they all came off Dayton, majority, you know. And um, Dayton still, you know, to this day is just, right now, we're in the process of getting the street renamed after our group, too. Oh, that's yeah, that's yeah, 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 that was yeah. exclusive, too. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah. That's dope. So, growing up, you had both parents, siblings. How was that? Nah, man, my mama raised me, man. Yeah. You know, my, um, my, I got two younger brothers and a younger sister. I'm the oldest. Yeah. And, um, yeah, my uh, my pops was in and out. You know what I'm saying? I was raised by my my um my sibling's father, man. He was he my daddy. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So yeah. definitely a father figure, but definitely. just not okay. Okay. And that's dope because I know that you like a big presence in your kids' life. I see you like probably like twice a month in real life and you always got your boys with you. Definitely. And that's dope. And I'll be like, yeah, I like the way he do that. So like we know you from music. Like how did you discover music? Not just hip hop, but how did you discover music? Who put the music in you? What what actually man, I I, I grew up as a young dude, man, you know, the Crush Groove era back then, man, you know what I'm saying? When when the music was image and it was clothes yeah. and it was it was in the fashion, it was in everything, you know what I'm saying? As a young dude, I was just I, I just gravitated towards it and I initially started rapping just for my neighborhood, man. I wasn't serious about making music as no lifestyle like a living or career. I just wanted to make music for my niggas, really, you know what I'm saying? And just something we can do on the porch and at school and you know, it was that type of thing, and um, what, what about what age range we talking? I was uh like thirteen. Yeah, yeah. And um, I was uh in the seventh grade, and yeah. I, I started um, you know, I was just all over Flint, man. Uh, rap was everywhere. Yeah. At this time, you know, so you know, battle rapping was real heavy. You know, I go to other neighborhoods, and it was talent shows, and it was yeah. music. Rap was everywhere. Yeah, you yeah. Know? And that's so your influence for your career came from just Flint. Yeah, no, actually, man, you know, the New York artists influenced me, man. You know, yeah. I was I was big on DMC and Houdini and yeah. LL, that whole Def Jam movement back in yeah. the early, you know, late 80s, early 90s. That was my thing. You know? So so how did y'all come to form the original group, the Dayton family? Well, Who the, the original members? Dayton family, though, all, me, me, Raheem Peterson, and Matthew Hinkle, the three yeah. original members, man. And how we got together was um, my baby brother and Shreem baby brother used to run together. Yeah. And um, they, you know, back, they was arguing about who brother was the hardest rapper, who was the best <laughs> rapper. And uh, they set it up for me and him to come together and rap against each other. Yeah. In front of my mama house. Yeah. Who won? So I tore his ass. <laughs> but if I yeah, ask him who he going to say? And he asked yeah, he going to say he won. Yeah, yeah, You yeah. know how that go. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. at the end of the day, we came together, we did that, and it was like, 30, 40 people over there, and there was yeah. some wise people over there that said y'all should get together and do some music together. So about I, what age is this? I just got to be about 14, 15. Yeah. 
I wasn't in the um, studio. String had already been recording music in the studio, so he okay. was aware about counting bars and measures and lengths and shit like that, hooks. I wasn't yeah. in, I was just writing verses. Yeah. So what's the first song y'all recorded together? First song we ever did was Dope Day Now. Yeah, yeah. And that, that definitely blew up in the city. Yeah, oh, hell yeah. That was the anthem of Flint. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Dope Day Now. And then... um. But that was just me and String together at that time. We made Dope Day Now, yeah. and we knew we needed financing, so we had to go find somebody in the hood that had some money yeah. to help us do it, and that was Matt. So we went and found Matt to help us do it. Oh, okay. So that would be like, is that the first record deal y'all would say y'all had? Well, but that was, we was independent at this time. Okay. We, went, we went and got with Matt. He was just a street guy. Yeah. He had money, and he, he just gave us the money to go record. We did that and put him out ourselves. We was out the trunk of him, you know, with the first EP. Okay. And, and what was the name of the first EP? Uh, Fuck Being Indicted EP. Oh, okay. Oh, so oh, yeah. FBI yeah, was, was a yeah, album was a EP it was at a, first. Okay, okay. Okay, that's dope. So y'all actual first record deal was with Poe Broke Records out of ATL? Was Actually, that, it was one before that. It was one before our, that? So. Our initial record deal was Atlantic Records with Sylvia Rones. We just never released nothing on it. Wow, way back then, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, did, we did a deal. Our first deal, we flew to New York all... Uh, it did a deal with Sylvia Rones at Atlantic, and uh, we negotiated ourselves, so you know how that is. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, I probably got some limo rides and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, like They that. did it big for a y'all good, when y'all good, Yeah, good there. food, good shrimp dinners <laughs> and that shit, you know. They sent us home, man. They paid us, though. Yeah. You know, they paid us to not release nothing. Yeah. yeah. So, y'all, so y'all actually, and this is a big thing now and then, like y'all actually been getting paid for the music basically since y'all been doing music oh, together. Oh, Fuck yeah. I ain't doing it for free. Yeah. Like, we right. doing, we've been eating off of it. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, I wouldn't do it if I wasn't. Yeah. Right. I yeah. couldn't do nothing. Because, you know, a lot of the artists, it take a long ass time before they make anything. Oh, man. Independent. We was eating like, we was eating like rappers eating out independently back yeah. then. Yeah. Yeah. So so let's talk about the uh the Poe Records eight uh in Atlanta. How did that come about after like what made y'all even want to do another deal after y'all did a deal with Sylvia Rome? Because uh, Matt got locked up. It's it's a lot in between from point where we at to where we going. Yeah. But but um Matt eventually after some years got indicted and when he got indicted, he he turned us on to his man. That was Poe Broke. Okay, okay. So look out for my people yeah, while I'm while gone. I'm gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at the end of the day, it wasn't the same vibe amongst us. Because that's his home. That's his people. Yeah, yeah, them your people. So now, you know, conflicts and money and that type of thing. Now, it, it's, uh, we going to get back to all of that. But it's a question that we've always wanted to ask you, bro. Uh-huh. How in the fuck did y'all get the first song on Down South Hustlers, bro? How did that uh, yeah, come man. about, P, bro? <laughs> P, P reached out to us when we dropped. Um, when we dropped, uh, what's on my mind? P was hollering at us, man, all the time. You know what I'm saying? Fucking with us all the time, and uh, he just paid us. <laughs> you say, uh, we want we want to use one of the records off y'all album. Yeah, and it was, it was yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We had first goal, first goal. That was P first goal. Out. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. when that shit came on, because we 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 avid no limit fans, we got TRU on our arm, you know what I'm saying? But we also yeah. big Dayton family fans. Yeah. So when we seen it, we like, okay, these must be it must be another Dayton family because the shit is like going down south. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's we be like it's gonna be a problem. You know, yeah, we communicate <laughs> with people all the time. He still you know communicate with us. He uh, got with me when I was in Detroit about getting in some of the films he finna yeah, do and that yeah. type of thing. Okay, he, now you mentioned the song. You mentioned what's on my mind. That's the first Dayton family song I ever heard. Like many people, mm-hmm. uh, because like we was we was young we probably got a different we probably got about an eight to ten year age gap between us probably okay but we was young rapping mm-hmm. and like the person who brought it to us like these some young niggas from flint bro listen to this and we like this shit hard like like <laughs> what like and we always uh respect flint and love flint because this is the honest god truth nobody can like disagree with this 
it was times where Detroit didn't exist in mainstream rap, and Flint did because mm-hmm. of the Dayton family, MC Breed, mm-hmm. Top Authority, mm-hmm. Jake mm-hmm. DeFlake. Yes, like sir. they, it, Flint always held Michigan down on the rap map. Period. It's like Brother. no disputable. Like, and it was good rap. It wasn't no fluff, hard gangster shit. Yes, sir. And this was holding Michigan down. So that like helped. I believe that that helped with Detroit coming up. You feel what I'm saying? Because the nigga yeah. be like, shit, they they fuck with it in Flint. Like, you know, we gotta uh, fuck with it. And, so and vice versa, we support this movement out here right now. Yeah, back yeah. That way. So yeah. So you went solo. Oh no, you know what? I don't want to talk solo because now after what's on my mind before FBI, you got locked up, right? Yeah, I was getting locked up all the way through the whole process, man. Yeah. I, yeah, I was in and out all the way through. So how do you feel like that impacted your career? Oh. Because you did like a stretch. So just to move it fast forward on the song, uh, Thank God, on the transplant, you say mm-hmm. the first time you ever went to jail, to the penitentiary, mm-hmm. was actually for something you didn't do. Yeah. So like, how did that affect your career? Because now you're sitting in this bitch for something I ain't do. Yeah, it, it, it slowed them up. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, you know, stream kept moving. Like I say, FBI, I did that whole album and like, Two weeks. Yeah. Because I was coming, I was leaving state prison on my way to federal prison. So I, I came home for like 90 days. Yeah. And I did FBI and had to go again. Yeah. So, but um, it slowed them up far as touring go. They couldn't tour or, or you know, hit the road. My brother came in and filled in. Ghetto E came and did some yeah. dates with him. But it wasn't the same without me being there to move with them all over the country. And yeah, because because they probably was like, we need the whole group yeah. and shit yeah. like that. In order to get the numbers. Yeah. I mean? yeah. 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 So, like... How how was that for you mentally at that time? Because like y'all was y'all was like poised to like be the yeah we had that no limit deal coming yeah, yeah, yeah. but I, I was I was I was young man yeah. and at this time you know a teenager and I wasn't thinking about long term at that time at that time I was living day to day and I was still trying to make music and be in the streets at the same time I wasn't separating business from street shit yeah at that time yeah know? and then you like you popular so motherfuckers probably trying to test you or yeah, type of shit yeah not 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 so much test me but the, but 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 the evil shit was coming at me you know the drugs and the in the in the in the all the vices yeah yeah the, the the perks of being popular was coming at me heavy okay now on the song on fbi the song fbi uh say the lyrics it say got a baby, uh, got a baby by my auntie and your nephew in the pen. Mm-hmm. Bitch, we ain't no kin. Fucking the smile, I, I ain't, ain't in the mood. mood. So Freaking could you, could you explain that? Uh, you, yeah. Well, you say the lyrics and then uh, explain uh, that see, situation. But, but, but where you start from again? Uh, got a baby by oh, my got auntie. Got a baby by my auntie and want your nephew in the pen. Bitch, we ain't no kin. Fuck that smile and I ain't in that mood. Bringing me indictment papers, eating on my grandmother's food. That's cold. Like so, what? Explain that situation. And my my, my aunt, at the time, man. Every case I caught was behind one police officer, man, out of Flint that was yeah. on me because I mentioned it. I mentioned his name in um fuck being indicted song, and he's got a baby by my auntie for real. My yeah. cousin, my cousin's <laughs> daddy is, is Harlem police. Green. Yeah. And first he was just blue coat. Then he turned to a vice in Flint. Yeah. But I know him personally. You know what I'm saying? He around my auntie. I know him at my grandma's house every day. He smoke weed. He use drugs. He do everything I do. Right. So, motherfucker, I'm like, don't fuck with me. Yeah. Right. So he he locked up my cousins and everybody sent us all to jail, prison, and everything. And this motherfucker at my grandma's house. So I just, you know, told the truth. Yeah. Like like a situation like that, like that has to cause a riff in the family because you taking all her grandkids, her grandsons, away from her and then still trying to come over yeah, here man. and eat, nigga. Yeah. Like, what, oh, what's oh, wrong man. with it was, you? It was crazy, man. Because it wasn't just me he was fucking with. He locked up me. He sent me to prison. He yeah. sent my other two of my other cousins to prison. Yeah. 
And he was just fucking with us like we people on the street, but you at my family house. It was yeah. it was crazy. So man. what's the relationship like with you and his his child? Now now his son got life. Yeah. His son caught a bit and got a L listening to him. You know, yeah. he trying to tell him how to fight the case and not cop, you know what I'm saying? He was dead to wrong and didn't cop and got a L when he could have copped a 10. Yeah. And, right. And shot the 10 down and got a L. Hey, I always tell niggas they better listen to juvenile. We say you better take that fire cuz if we take this shit to trial, you feel? Uh, that's <laughs> you know right. What I'm that's like, right. Especially if you dead to wrong. Yeah, like and you know you're wrong and you know you done did like mad shit. So look, yeah. I'm gonna take that five. I ain't taking shit cuz I don't do no trouble there you right go. now. There you <laughs> go. That's how you avoid yeah, yeah. that whole situation. Yeah. So let's talk about the record process as a group and uh-huh. as a solo artist because like you have some major success as a solo artist and a lot of people might not associate that with the dating family because mm-hmm. one of your biggest records to me to date would be uh the, the ain't no future in your front Part two, two with uh, uh the late great mc breed so mm-hmm. when you're recording as a solo artist what mind frame are you in as different when you're recording as uh the dating family because those two different bootlegs in a sense Definitely. you know what i'm saying well, 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 well when i'm doing solo records i can think more about my story. I don't gotta, you know, think so much of involving everything the group has been through. Right. When I'm telling my story, it can be more personal for me. When I do solo stuff, it's a lot more personal for me, cause I can get it off in my way. You know, what I'm saying when I'm doing a dating family song, then I gotta try to, we gotta be compatible. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Subject matter. Yeah. Like uh huh. So since we mentioned Bree, let's talk about what MC Bree meant to you musically and personally, like as a friend, because yeah. the chemistry on um, that record, first of all, like. You're the only person who ever remade it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, well, John Connor remade it, but, but it, I it, made it with, 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 with permission. With and yeah. with permission. <laughs> yeah. yeah, with permission, yeah. So, yeah, so how was your working relationship and then just your friendship? Man, Bree, man, you know, what? if you come from Flint, you know everybody from Flint that make music got to say Bree was a mentor to him in one way or another, man. You can't yeah. avoid that. I mean, Bree was the most talented dude, hands down. I done been around almost every rapper in the game. You know what I'm saying? Um far as singing and just voice control and everything hooks and everything. Bree was rounded, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, he wasn't he 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 had it covered every way. Yeah. And um far as as a friend, man, we bumped head we bumped heads a lot more than people know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We argued just what two alpha dudes do. Yeah. We oh, yeah. you know, but um at the end of the day it was love. And um, I love his family. I communicate with his wife and his kids to this day. And, yeah, um, that's real. You know, yeah, it, it, it's 100, man. He taught me a whole lot about recording and laying vocals and how to double and when yeah. not to double and sometimes just let it go. Don't, don't overdo it. Yeah. You know, he, he gave me a whole lot of good good information. Yeah, that's dope. That's and you dope. say you've been around all, a lot of rappers in the game. So what was that cypher like with you breeding Pac? Ah, oh, man, dope, man. I, I had a chance to spend a lot of time with him, man, when he was doing the, um, Above the Rim. Yeah, I, when I first met Pac, when they came to Flint, Breed and him, and they did the show downtown Flint. We left the next day and went to Atlanta Freaknik with him, and that's when I really saw rap stardom. Yeah, kind of like I saw the response of chicks and shit to Pac, and it was different than just the average shit. Yeah. It was like, so, man, this dude a star. So yeah. how did that impact you? Like, how you I made, just motivated me. He yeah, said, man, you got to go home and get on it. You yeah, know? but I had what's on my mind finna come. I had a record deal, so I knew I was coming. Yeah, but I, but I, I wanted to, you know. Being around him, though, I saw him, he already here. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that, at the end of the day, man, he, he, he was rough. He was a rough <laughs> dude, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's dope. And you had mentioned that the No Limit deal was coming, and so you going to jail actually stopped that? No, Matt going to jail. Oh, so the first time. Yeah, no, when Matt, yeah, we had the big situation coming because we had, man, um, independent. We was doing like, man, shit. 
ten to fifteen thousand units a month are on our own. That's right, fucking right. phenomenal. And yeah, what that mean know. to people who listening now, like physical copies, they sold ten to fifteen thousand physical copies, not streaming. No. People actually had to go buy the so CD. Right, month. and that's every month. You yeah, know what I'm saying? That's crazy. The dog. good old days, a rap. And then they came <laughs> looking for us too. Back then, you know, they they was doing, you know, regions. Yeah. So the labels was, you know, what's popping in region four? What's yeah. popping in region eight? You know, and uh, they was calling the mom and pop stores back then and we had stores, tape yeah, stores yeah, and shit. Yeah. You know, and that's a feeling I hate my sons and them don't get a chance to, you know, bust open the C D and look at the artwork and the that credits. shit no more, you know, like back in the day. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. So that's dope. So you you got how many solo records? Oh man. I mean I four five. So what out of those solo records, what do you feel is your best? Death Before the Sun, my first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Every, it, with every artist, I feel like their first album's the best one. Every artist, no matter who it is. Yeah, yeah. So on that first album, uh, you got a song, Bad Guy, featuring Jake the Flake. Now, like, Jake the Flake, if, if people ain't up on Flint rap, like, Jake the motherfucking Flake, he, he did a lot for Flint as well. So what's your relationship? What was Jake your relationship? my brother, man. That's my brother, man. Jake came up on dating with us. Okay. We, we stood yeah, at same. one point, he was. <laughs> yeah, Jake was selling. We came up selling drugs together. Jake stood at the corners with us. Yeah. Jake lived right across the street from the Dayton family store. He went to um, Longfellow with us, same junior high school. So, you know, we came up together, and when, when we started rapping Flex, you know, Flake the type of dude that if you could do it, I could do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that type of dude, you know? One of my favorite Jake the Flake songs uh, is Goodfellas Part 2. Oh, yeah. And it got uh, the Scambino mob on them. Do you, got, any, brothers, you got some music with nah, them? No, you know what, man? Before they passed, b- before Marky and Bone passed, man, we was discussing it. You know, um, at that time, we grew up in the same area as them, too. Yeah, I yeah. be with their cousins and shit every day. We still make music in the studios. They record that everything. Yeah. We never got to do one right. I went to school with Marky. Yeah. And, um, that was a hard-ass group, man. Like, yeah, yeah man. That, that, that was a hard-ass group. You know, definitely, man. I love them boys, man. You know, um, sometimes it's, it's tragic when music meets reality face-to-face. Yeah. And, and, it's, and, and you live in... You, you live in Exactly what you rapping, right? And then if anybody ever heard the Scambino Mob, then they know exactly what you mean. Yeah. So how is it? How easy is it to create with an artist like Jake the Flake or artist like MC Bree? Just because y'all, the respect level is like when we walk in the room, it's no bigger artist like y'all. Because yeah. you know how it be like the world might see. MC Breed is the bigger artist out of Flint, but then mm-hmm. Eric, like people in Flint, like, but he really fuck with the Dayton family. He yeah. really and fuck with Jake the Flake. Who you ask and who you talk to. I, I, like I said, at the end of the day, I treat every rapper the same. I don't care who they is. When I meet you, if you a real guy, you a real guy. If you a, you know, because rap just what you do for a living. That, that's it, man. If I you I, as a person, you just got to be a solid person, person to me. Yeah. I don't care really about how you is in the booth. You yeah. just got to be just a solid dude. And we know that to be true because we actually met you years ago at Club 2000. You know what I'm saying? And you remember they used to have the rap shows down there. <laughs> and everybody was like, bootleg go beat her, bootleg go beat her. So and like, it, we got to go. We, like, we got to go. Because it was like was a weekly thing. You was, But you was hosting this time. So I remember we got up there. We did our thing. And when we got off stage, you're like, yo. I want to take y'all to Atlanta to meet Too Short. I want to take y'all to Atlanta yeah. to meet Too Short. I don't know what happened with that, but like ever since then, you never played us. Like when you seen this, and I'm gonna give you something that you might not remember. You were signed to uh, Psychopathic Records, right? Mm-hmm. And one day you was in the office, and I was in the office, and you like, what you doing up here? And we was outside smoking some cigarettes. And the other interns, I was interning. That's what I was doing, okay. and they ain't know who you was, so they like, oh, he talking to one of the artists because they told us not to talk to nobody and shit, like uh, yeah. Jay and them. And you like, do they know who you are? I'm like, no, nah, bro, I'm just. 
up here interning. So the other uh, interns were like, who is that? I'm like, oh, that's, that's Bootleg from the Dayton family. Like, and they ain't know because I was in the office the day they signed Big Hutch. Uh -huh. You remember when they signed yeah. Big Hutch yeah. around that time? I was in the uh -huh. office that day, you know? That might have been the same day that we seen each other in there. Well, and uh, like, mm -hmm. after that, we, we went to Holla Wicked that night, or because it, yeah, it, it was in oh, October, because you, you had invited okay. us. Like, uh, yeah. make sure you come down. But people like, how you know him? I'm like, dog, we met years ago at the club. Yeah. And then I told him, like, I'm a rapper. I had to quit interning for him, though, after I told him I was a rapper, because they started looking at me different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I remember that. Like, people like, so you always kept yeah, it 100 with us. they kind of protective over that platform. Yeah, they yeah, they kind of like, they like they it for yeah. your benefit. Like, but yeah. like, it's not the Eshan platform. So let's talk about that. <laughs> yeah. You was actually signed to Eshan and Psychopathic at one I time. I did a one and out with all, with both of them. That you know, not 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 so much to sign with them, but did, I did a one deal with them, one album deal with them, solo deal, and I did a one solo deal with E. And how was that? Because we we Eshan was on our show. Like yeah, we, he my brother, man. Yeah, we he fucked up yesterday, matter of fact. Yeah, yeah, tell him you was on our shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. did you send him to Eshan? Yeah, 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 like Eshan yeah. gave us a lot of history. So let's talk about uh, you actually in real life just had a heart transplant. Yeah, yeah, yeah 2013. Want, 2000, would you like to talk about oh, that? Oh, definitely. I'm an open book, brother. So do you actually know the person where your heart came from? I, I um, I met his, I'm not personally met him, but I communicated with his family. I wrote his mother after I had the transplant. She yeah. wrote me. I wrote his mother. She sent me pictures of him and that type of thing. Okay, so like, how did that, what was actually wrong with your heart, if you don't well, mind? Well, you know, it was, it was a lifestyle, man. You know, I, I was born with a murmur. But um, just rock and roll, man. My whole life been rough, man. You know, I had some issues with, you know, you know, using drugs and, you know, that type of thing. So, you know, it just took its toll. And how did you find out that you was like, your heart was like fucked up? Like, were you, even though you was living my a rock star lifestyle, did you frequent the doctor? No, no, no. I wasn't going to the doctor, man, like that. But um, I had a heart attack on my birthday. Straight up? I'm finna go out to the club. I'm getting dressed to go out to the club and just drop, boom. Damn, and damn. after that, it was on and popping. I knew after that, you know what I'm saying? I had, um, a, what, 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 initially? Enlarged heart. Yeah, yeah, I had an enlarged heart. And after that, it went from the pacemaker to the LVAD to needing a full, you know, heart. And how long was you on the transplant list? Because that, that, that could take a long no, time. It happened fast. God was good to me. I got my heart in, in like five weeks. Yeah, Damn, straight up. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. good. That's good. So how did your body take to the new heart? Because a lot of people don't know when they when you put new organs in your body, your body can actually reject it because it's like a foreign object. God has been good to me on that level. But, you know, with the good comes the bad. My anti-rejection medicine caused my kidneys to be bad. That's why I got the fissure in my arm. Okay. Yeah. But, okay. you know, the anti you know, one thing, fix one thing, break another thing. Yeah. Nah. Often when people have like uh, organ transplants and stuff, do you like had dreams about stuff that seems so real to you, but you notice it like, like you will hear people saying like they have a heart transplant and then like they had dreams about the other person because in in and stuff that happened to the other person in their life, but that and, and they find that out through communicating with the people family and they'd be like, I'm, I'm gonna tell you what was a rare coincidence with me. The only experience like that I'd had is that um. The guy whose heart transplant I got was an artist as well. He yeah. did music and he was big into music too. Yeah, that's really. so that like it feel like that heart was like meant for you. Yeah, you know yeah in a way. I mean, you know, so God gave it to me, so it must have. Yeah, yeah. So, what type of lifestyle change did that create for you? And what type of awareness, like, because you got sons, so do you like tell it, them to watch what they doing and shit? Definitely, and and it just made me appreciate the smaller things and, and and how fragile life is, man. You can, you know, it's it's short. 
is fragile. So I try to help as many people as I can and give back and just be a good person to everybody I encounter. I I, I don't want no negativity in my life, period. Period, right. Yeah. right. yeah. So let's get to the, we mentioned the heart transplant. Let's actually get to the new record. You have a new album out and it's actually called The Transplant. Yes, sir. Uh, so that's why the term was reality, right? Yeah. Through your whole career that we've been listening to you, then be bumping into you in the world and stuff. I always looked at you as a reality rapper. So when we was talking the last time, he was like, oh, no, I got the new album coming out, The Transplant. I said, I called my brother. I said, I think he had a kidney transplant or something, right? Mm-hmm. At the end, because I had seen your arm and shit. Mm-hmm. At the end, when I popped the record in and the second verse, I mean, the second song is talking about a heart transplant. I yeah. said, it it don't get no realer than this. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? So what made you, just because what you was going through in your life, that's why you called it The Transplant? Yeah, because it was something that, I wanted to share with my fans, you know what I'm saying? Just really telling telling you about it, you would have to really just, it's a life-changing experience. That's all I can say. And, and, and coming out on the other side of that storm is so beautiful. You just see life a little more clear. Yeah. And um, you find happiness in the small things. Like the air just That's right. Water. Just, just <laughs> walking with saying? my boys in the amusement park, I'm happy. Yeah. I don't need no extras in life. Yeah. Just okay. the, just the, just the bare necessities, and I'm happy. Okay. And then another standout song to me was Detroit. Yo, right? yeah, I had to do that. I, what's yeah. going on in Flint? Niggas I had to do that. I, I had Detroit. <laughs> and then I just didn't do it. I, I just I, I did it for my Flint guys, just, yeah. you know, for the Flint people. But I meant that for everybody, everybody. around the country. And we always we've been saying <laughs> so much lately, like that Detroit, like we from Inkster, mm-hmm. but we you know it's the Detroit metro area, and sure. I got Detroit niggas and artists and shit. But we have been talking so much, like me and my partners, how the current artists from Detroit is letting niggas come steal everything yeah. that's ours, far as the style, that's right, the lingo, that's and right. then they take it back and they fuck around and blow, and that's then they right. thinking Detroit acting like yeah, wherever it's, it's the nigga major from. artists taking it. Everybody, yeah, yeah. yeah. I had to do it. I, yeah. I just, that's just that's how I think as an <laughs> yeah. artist. You know, I don't. You know, if I see a situation, a big elephant in the room, yeah. and nobody addressing it, yeah. just like I addressed it when they did it to our sound. Yeah, you know. But I'm saying that's like Detroit winning right now with their sound. They got their own shit right now. That's what they do. Right. That's their style. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That when you know that groove come on, you know it's the D. Soon yeah. as you hear it. You know, and then I see, you know, a lot of guys stealing it back home. You know, I had to do the record. I'm, I'm just an <laughs> honest dude. I'm, I'm, you know, I speak up for hip hop as a whole, yeah. no matter where it's coming from. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I see swag stealing niggas, man, that just, it irritate me. I mean, you know, be genuine to your pedigree. You from Flint, be be Flint. Stick with your Flint sound. Yeah, yeah, because that's what's going to put it on the map. That's how <coughs> cities get sounds. Like, uh... When the Hot Boys was popular, right? right? If you went to New Orleans, that's the New Orleans sound, or and they just the H-Town elite. With, yeah, yeah, even with yeah, Houston, we just right. get to hear the elite. But then when you dig deeper into it, talking about H Town, that's Little Kiki sound, that's and right. he's from Houston. That's right. You feel what I'm saying? And yeah. we like, you never go get a sound sounding like somebody. That's else. right. You feel what I'm saying? And then this is was birthed in your neighborhood. So I rap like this because this is how we talk in my neighborhood. This is how we dress in my neighborhood. That's right. If I want to know where to go or to not to go in Flint, I can listen to the Dayton family because they go tell you everything. They go tell you the popping car wash, the store, the mom and pop's place to eat, the record store. That's right. You feel what I'm saying? But we don't got that no more in the music because so many motherfuckers is like nibbling the scribble, as Eshan would say, (laughs) and sounding like everybody. That's right. And looking like everybody. That's right. They just taking it all the way. Yeah, don't you remember the 90s, man? Rap was diverse, man. You had your Bone Thugs and Harmony. You had uh, uh, UGK. You had 
had, you know, you had a variety of looks, sounds, styles. And that's why collaborations made a difference. Like, I want to hear what the fuck Bone to sound like with the Dave family. Or Biggie. Or, yeah, like, yeah. A blend of, of sounds. Not everybody sounding the same. You can't collab. We both rap just alike. <laughs> yeah. right. why, why, why would I collab with you? Right. And then what happened to the rappers that made you laugh? You know what I'm saying? Ain't no more, ain't no fun rap no more. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's yeah. serious and hardcore uh, and want to hurt you. Yeah, and, everybody. Just, uh, yeah. You know what I mean? And if you do that, you a hoe ass nigga. But it's like, so you go through your whole day without laughing. That's what I'm Don't saying. Don't nothing make you smile. Right. <laughs> Where your happiness. No joy. Right, man. So July 2018 was actually a big month for you because you dropped two albums. Street Related came out as well. Yeah, no, street related. I dropped a while ago. I did. I did. did that, that, I dropped problems in street related a few years ago together. Okay. 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 Yeah. 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 Street related and problems, man. It had just popped up on my service though. Like I guess like you just dropped it. I don't know why I did that. Did oh, because I just re-released it. Oh, okay. okay. I just re-released both. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So with the transplant, who did some of the production on this album? Now I went back and got Frank G and them did it all. Frank G and JT that did my Depot for this honesty album produced this whole album. Okay. Yeah, is that you liked it the feel that you got with De- them? Definitely, man. I trust them. Yeah. With my, with my music. You yeah. know what I mean? And then they're going to go over and beyond. After I lay my vocals, they go back in and play You over ain't got to worry about it. You, yeah, they know how you should sound. There you go. And you know what I want to sound like. There you go. Now, who was that on the album cover with you? Oh, that's my brother Backstabber, Matt, yeah, man. Yeah. I had to give him a cover, man, because you got to keep in mind, he was in prison. The whole time. FBI yeah, was yeah, on my yeah, mind. Yeah. So he never got on one of the Dayton Family covers. Yeah, because, oh, okay, now the cover for the physical and the cover on the digital is different. Yes, yeah, right. Yeah, so I was like, damn, I can't even see who that is. Because at first yeah. I thought it was like you twice. Then I'm like, no, that's him bending down. Yep, yeah, Backstabber, man. Yeah, yeah, Backstabber, the guy that gave us the foundation to start the Dayton Family. Yeah, yeah. You so, got to pay, you know, pay homage to Back. Now speaking of your kids, do your kids do music? They dip and dab. They go to the studio. They got a little studio, and they I got them a studio in their room. So they dip and dab. I want them to know that you don't have to do, do music because yeah. I do music. Right, and that yeah. I, I like when shit like that because like people think Michael Jordan's son should play basketball. Right. That's I think Michael Jordan's son should have played baseball because Michael Jordan <laughs> couldn't play baseball. That's right. <coughs> there you Excuse go. Excuse me. They got to do something like. It's hard to be like, what you gonna do? I'm the rapper. Like, you never go, even if you are sweeter than me, it's not gonna mean the same to you as it did to That's me because right. I had to pave the way and you always gonna be my son. That's right. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So, and then I, I, I believe that you should let your kids follow their own path, they, like yeah. my parents let me do. I mean, you know, I could have been anything I wanted to be. They weren't right. trying to stop me or twist me no kind of way. Right, I feel the same way because yeah. I got a daughter and she a baby. She about to be two years old. Mm-hmm. And I told her, mom, like, she could do whatever she wants. I'm just gonna support it. I don't That's want right. her to play basketball. I don't, yeah, if she, wake up and want to figure skate then we go you got to be the best figure skater though you you got to be you got to dedicate yourself to whatever you want to do but Mm -hmm. that we don't got sons we got our daughters and i'm like i know it's harder for dudes with sons with names because if i'm the biggest drug dealer my son is looking at that like damn i gotta fill Mm -hmm. them shoes but i really want to be a computer tech you know what i'm saying vibe off that point you making that had a lot to do with the music i make too yeah um you know it's hard to t- talk, kill everything, or shoot up everything, and you got sons. Right, and, and, it's and hard especially to talk teenage about, sons. Yeah, it's that's hard when to glorify to, that yeah. when you when you got sons looking up to what you do. Right, so, you know, and 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 a lot of people don't understand that it do affect the music. Yeah, you know, when you have kids, you gotta kind of walk a line. Right, because you're looking you at it different. Like, you're looking at it like, now, nah, I'm influencing my kids. That's but right. not only That's that, right. though, you could be influencing somebody else's kid yeah, to make your kid a victim. But, but a that. young me 
didn't think that way before yeah. kids. Yeah. I didn't care who I was influencing. I yeah, could just right. say shoot up shit and kill everything, and it didn't have no bearing on the way I looked at my music. Yeah. But now, with my boys, I can't talk about using drugs and shit no more because I'm t off the mic. I'm telling them don't mess with drugs. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Stay away from it. Yeah. And they looking at me like, well, you just rapping about. You go ahead. Yeah, because y'all had you know, a hell of a video <laughs> when y'all was with ICP, man. That, <laughs> <laughs> that, that video y'all shot at the Bullfrog yeah, Dog. That yeah, looked like man. a great time, bro. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we partied, man. <laughs> I, 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 I didn't see some. Wild things, yeah, man. That's yeah, all I, I can, can say. Okay, yeah. now you said that it will all due respect because you got your people here with yeah. you. I need a wild ass tour story that you could keep. Oh, man, I got so it. many. It's a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, from A to Z, man. I didn't about seeing it and done it all, man. Yeah, but it was a different time though when y'all was hitting the road and shit because it was like it was still new. And then yeah. being from Flint, going to New York or hanging out in LA or being around a pock or a breed, like mm -hmm. that shit had to seem like a dream every day. Like yeah. was you waking up some days like this can't be real. Yeah, it was <laughs> but young too. You gotta keep in mind. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was it was it was like being around all the people that was relevant at that time. Right, yeah, yeah. Was, you know, I'm looking, I'm getting autographs. I'm meeting people at the label and I want an autograph. <laughs> right. I'm meeting, you know, the, the Wu-Tang and them. I'm like, come on, man, I love you niggas. You know, Buster and all them. Yeah. When I'm meeting them, they on TV. And yeah. on, I bet you they you know, knew who you was too, didn't they? Oh, yeah, they was, I was yeah. taking pictures, they dating family, they knew. Yeah. They, you know, New, um, New York supported us a lot more than people knew. Yeah. yeah. New York was riding with us because Relativity Sony was in New York. Yeah. And um, they was pushing us all over New York. We had street teams in now, New York. Relativity is uh, at one point wasn't Three Six Mafia. On yeah, relativity. Three Six. Yeah. Um, yeah. Bone Thugs and Harmony. Yeah, everybody. Yeah, yeah. Big yeah, Red Joe. I'm about to say Relativity was like Relativity like was the first cops. Yeah, yeah, but like yeah. like a. Yeah, so that just was Sony division for like the urban music, right? Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. So how did Relativity actually? They came to Flint to sign y'all, or y'all like? Yeah, man, Relativity came. They were so real with us, man. Most of our career was on Relativity. Yeah, yeah they yeah. folded. Relativity, um, Cliff Cotrary was my, Alan Grum, Black, and Cliff Cotrary was my dogs, man. For them to be big as they were in the music industry, man, they came and visit me in prison, yeah, everything. Really. They, was, they, they kept it solid with me. Yeah. You know, Cliff made sure I was right, man. Yeah. He took care of me, and um, that whole experience of Relativity is be was beautiful for us. Yeah, yeah. Life changing. Right, yeah. that's good. And that's good to hear, because you don't really hear people this late in the game say positive stuff about, like, record execs and stuff, because everybody yeah. from y'all era feel like they got robbed somehow. Yeah. But I feel like they might y'all might not people in that era might have didn't get robbed. I feel like it was a learning process for that's everybody right. involved. It's, not, it's not an artist in the game that signed to a label that didn't get robbed. It's designed for you to lose. Right. Yeah. If you if you if you signed as an artist, I don't care who you are, I, I promise you they not winning. Yeah. Right. Right. You know, in order to win, you have to be the owner yeah. of anything that you do. Right. And that's just that's just bottom line. What I don't why I'm not bitter or angry about um, them making money off of us and they eating a little more than us is because they exposed us to the world. Right. They gave me a name that forever lives. Right. I can go tour and get money and do everything. Right. They, they gave you an you know, opportunity. That, that's right. And and establish my name. You know, once somebody give you, you know, a foundation, it's up to you to build on it. Right. And yeah. and, and, and make it become what you want it to be, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's dope. That's so dope. what what's going on with Dayton Family Records? Is that is that what's going on now? Like Yeah, the, yeah. Oh man, we all independent. You know, uh, keep it that way. Now you know you got DistroKid and you got all them. You know, digital distribution sites. You don't really, especially with a name like that's I what I'm about saying. Again, going back to what you said. Ah, no, nah, man, name. no sense of signing no more with none yeah. of that. You know, over the hump of that, and yeah. and and music is always gonna be a part of our life and in our hearts, man. You know. Now it's just right now in my life where I'm at. Now I'm just trying to guide my boys and get yeah. them where they need to be in my, my and and 
and be happy. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's good. That's always good. A yeah. good positive thing. So, any artists on Dayton Family Records besides the original? Like, who would people ex- like? We got a lot. We got a lot of guys in Flint that we talk to, but but at the end of the day, man, you have to be mentally ready. Yeah, yeah. We gotta, you know, it's hard to find cats. A lot of cats dope. I know a lot of rappers. I'm yeah. solid. Yeah, but they not all the way 100 percent rap. Yeah, you know, and I, I, I can't you, you pull myself to into lose. a situation, yeah. right? Because people don't think about it as an actual job until it is like they in the middle of the, they don't make the transition early. Like if you want to be a rapper, you can't be a gangster, bro. That's right. That that's just what it boils down to. Because if I'm really selling birds and I'm rapping about selling birds, I try to tell you these young niggas all the time, hey bro, all feds not old white man in suits, bro. Not, it's a nigga that, standing next to you in the club right. that he's dressed right. exactly like you. That's right. He 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 listens to Jeezy, that's he listens right. to bootleg, like this is his job. You know that's what I'm saying? Right. This is his uniform, his gangster uniform. That you got on, yeah. you got on the same gangster uniform. You wake as up and go to work every just, day, yeah, just like you go to work. That's so right. if you go be a rapper or in the entertainment business, you can't be a gangster, bro, because you bring in attention to yourself. It's, it's just not compatible. Yeah, it's just being not in the streets and being a public figure ain't compatible. Right no way. now, you could be a street nigga in the game, or like you know what I'm saying, just because just because I rap don't mean I'm gonna let you do nothing, yeah. do me dirty. Yeah. But that's not the same thing as advertising that I'm gonna shoot you, and then you get in trouble for a shooting, and you say, I don't even got guns. And then they go to your pages. All you do is got guns. That's right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, Because they use it. It's common sense, basically. <laughs> right, yeah. 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 But what, what the young boys don't understand is they using all of this against, like you're building your own case. That's right. They they Because when they see you on the internet with the guns, the first thing they go do is run your name. You don't got a gun license. That's right. You niggas got fucking rocket launchers. You know, yeah. You, you they, they building their yeah. own case and then when they get caught, they like, it's only entertainment. But when they entertain and they say, this real life, it when can't be When you put that both. in front of a jury, you can't differentiate <laughs> yeah, what truth you, from yeah. the you jury, know. a jury judge because a judge is probably old as hell ain't like a picture speak a thousand yeah, words yeah, if you're yeah. on there with pistols and shit Mr. that's what Jackson, you are standing there with a rocket launcher where'd you get yeah. that right, right. <laughs> you know what i'm saying it seemed like people so yep. when you mentoring a young artist do they get it or they you you looking at them some, like man some of them do you know uh, uh, some of them pay attention while they standing in front of me yeah. right yeah. and then i hear that day at the club that night yeah, on that same tip, you know, life is about just just living it. Sometimes you can't t- teach people things; you got to just yeah. let them live it and bump their head. Then they will come back to you when they're ready. Yeah, and then you'll be like, "See, I told you, yeah, you could have right. used my life and avoided to avoid it. it." My son, my son got six years in the penitentiary. Okay, one for of that same sons. purpose, right yeah. there, because he didn't listen to me. I told him over and over again: the guys you're running with ain't for you. They yeah. gonna get you're gonna get locked up running with them. You don't need nothing. What you in the streets for? You you got everything you need, right? right. Then I moved him from Flint to Ann Arbor. Yeah, got him on the hoop team at Skyline High School. He he the man. Everybody love him. He, yeah. he, he he the one. He don't want to be in Ann Arbor. It's too boring for him. It's too slow. He want to go back to Flint where it's fast. Yeah, right. Go back to Flint, catch a case, six years yeah. penitentiary. Yeah. So he coming home in six yeah, years. Yeah, this end of this year. This is the end of his six year. Okay. 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 So that's good. that's good. Now talking to him throughout those six years, like, can you see the growth? Oh, in him? he's a changed man. <laughs> oh, he's totally different. He yeah. understands it crystal, but but it took it him took to go. That. Yeah, he needed his own prison yes. experience, I guess. Yes, to, man. To but I, 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 hey, now he see he listened to everything I have to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got two more for you before we get up out of here. Okay. Okay. So. You spit a lot of verses. Uh-huh. What's your favorite verse? When you wrote that and you heard that, you and to this day, you like, ain't nobody fucking with that verse. 
I got more styles than prison got bricks. That's all that new Ain't one. that some shit? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, all that new no, one. That's, yeah. that's from FBI. Oh, I just damn. redid it. Oh, yeah, I just okay, redid okay. it on this one on the hook. Yeah. But that's my favorite verse off, yeah. off, off, off of Bloodbath. Yeah. I got more styles than prison got yeah, bricks. Yeah, and I listen to the shit like... I, in real life Like I'm a fan I listen to Dayton Family I just pop that shit off FBI my favorite album Personally mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying yep. And My favorite Dayton Family Because of that song, song though Yeah uh, With Esham And you wasn't on Players. that song yeah, I was, was locked up uh, I missed that one Yeah, yeah. That was, That's tough man yeah. Yeah. yeah My brother E did it Yeah, yeah. I yeah. wasn't there yep. Yeah you, what, what, what Dayton Family album uh, Sold the most Because the imp- to us The impact and the numbers Is different What's on my mind Is how y'all impacted yeah. But what album Did y'all really be like to Damn we sold FBI would be yeah. The biggest selling album We ever yeah. did yeah. FBI well over a million so. Yeah and that was You got shit. your plaque at the crib You know what man I've been, I been, I been talking about Ordering it They got them up there man Right at Sony yeah. Raheem got his Stream got his You yeah. send $300 They send you the plaque Yeah Because yeah. we were telling people That you got to order Your own plaque yeah, that, you Because people order. don't know that You know Yeah what I'm yes saying? the label Want to award it to you Or something Yeah But, they, but I don't look I look at it like like, first of all, y'all owe this to me, but why are y'all yeah, yeah, like yeah, why got, are y'all holding my plaques? We got, I got two plaques actually up there. What's on my mind? Gold too. Yeah, yeah so yeah, I gotta I, get that stuff, yeah, man. Because yeah. is it, 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 it that shit don't happen, bro? Like yeah. that's real like, physical uh, copies. Yeah, yeah, like, that's yeah, real, yeah. like in yeah. a day and age like this, that's something you gotta go. You gotta go get it, bro. Because yeah. you know we used to have a record store in Inkster, oh. so we kind of knew like what's moving, mm-hmm. what's not moving. Like y'all, we used to bump that shit, push that shit out of there. You feel what I'm saying? And then that's how we got up on Jake the Flake. Uh, what was that album he had where he was? It was a cartoon Mr. figure, but he was off the. He Mr. was Peruvian. Yeah, like, <laughs> we saw that shit like these niggas. Wow, wow. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? I used to go to Flint uh, every weekend for like <laughs> six, uh, three months up to the Baker College because the, all the bitches used to be yeah. at Baker College. I get a room on the outskirts and just go up there and you know, Norms. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <clears throat> my my uh, cousin wife used to go there and she had all these friends. You know what I'm saying? And we used to go up there. That it was fun. I had some fun times in Flint. But I actually never got to see Dayton Ave. And the reason I say that is because we've been all around with this music shit. Like, right. at one point, C was going to sign us. So we seen the Calio. We seen the Noya. We've been to the jungle in um, California. California. Okay. We've been to Bronx. We've been to Harlem. And, like, I we never. We've been where Biggie. We've been in the elevator pot got shot in. The street corner pot got killed, though. Wilshire where Biggie got killed. You feel what I'm saying? And we never got a chance. No, I've been to, on no, not Dayton together. Ave. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, we yeah. never got a chance to be on well, Dayton Ave. Y'all got together. a cordial little invitation. <laughs> Come yeah, on yeah. day now, put something together. Matter of fact, I invite y'all out when they do the street renaming. Oh, yeah, we yeah, gonna yeah. throw something on the corner of Dayton, a barbecue. Let us know, dog. Ready. We there, bro. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, there. Yeah, yeah that's we big, gonna bring bro. our partners and shit. You know what I'm saying? We okay. fuck with y'all. And like I said, Flint kept Michigan in the music game for a long time, man. My man. And yeah. I'm saying, like I said, like because how you said y'all is on relativity. We talking this major label shit. Yeah. It wasn't no Detroit rapper sign back then, so the eyes was on Flint, and yeah. that I believe yeah, that yeah, that's y'all what did y'all thing. Y'all held y'all held the torch. So what is? I want to send some love out to some of the guys out here in Detroit too. I did the show recently with Trick Trick and Smoke yeah. Gang. Yeah. Uh, Payroll just was in Flint. We did a record. Yeah. Uh, all the guys out here that's moving, man. T Grizz, yeah. Bezo. Uh, yeah. Sada Baby, all them boys, man. Yeah. Yeah. So who you listening to in Flint? Like, who should I be looking for in Flint? Who should I be trying to check out? Me, man. Yeah. <laughs> Outside of me? Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Oh, I like okay, um, um, who I'm liking? I like, um... When you pop I like up, Greg Jocelyn, man. Greg, Greg Jocelyn. Jocelyn. Okay, yeah, I'm going to make Jocelyn sure to check that out. Let me write that down. Who? 
Cliff Mack. Yeah, Cliff Mack. Oh, oh Cliff Mack, my, he one of my customers, dog. Yeah, Cliff You feel Mac. what I'm saying? Cliff he he been one of my customers since when I was working in the city and shit. He used to come down there and fuck with John me. Connor album hard. I yeah. narrated John Connor new album that he doing with Dre. Oh, but that ain't out yet, what you yeah, narrated, it's, right? It's finna come. Yeah. It's about yeah, to come. That's big, dog. Oh, yeah, I did the whole narration for it. Yeah. You know, Is they like, leaving it like that, though? You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you come in that motherfucker do it, dog. Yeah, it's called Vehicle City. Yeah. So he had me just tell him, you know, just like we talking. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah, okay, so last one. Did or Alive, what's your dream collaboration? Producer to produce it and artist to be on it with. Dr. Dre, Tupac. <laughs> Real easy, huh? Yeah, hell yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's dope. Hey, Dre, man, you got to throw bootleg a beat and then get with Dads because we know we got some unreleased podcasts. <laughs> yeah, you feel what I'm saying? So look, man, go ahead and drop your social media, tell them where they can pick up the album and everything wait, wait. like that. Yep, you can get the bootleg, the transplant available on iTunes, Tidal, Amazon, Deezer, it's everywhere, man. Yeah. And my Facebook is my real name. My government, Ira James Dorsey, man. You can get me, you know, I'm on uh, uh, Twitter yeah. under the same handle. You know, when, once you hit my Facebook, though, it, it connects you to all my Everything. links, man. Okay, yep. okay. And, and, and one last, what's your favorite, did we ask him his favorite dating family song? No. Your favorite dating family song? My favorite dating family song would have to be um, FBI. FBI. Yeah. yeah. Who was that singing on that? That's Lori Brewer. She sung she on my had, new I'm about album. To, she on the yeah, new she album sung too. On dudes yeah. On my new yeah. album. And that's the first song. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's dope, man. So we appreciate you for coming, yeah, bro. Man, I thank y'all for having me. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Yep. No doubt. So we gonna say it like we always say. It, well, uh, first, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at TCE Pod at TCE Pod. If you want to contact us, PR at TCOHH.org. And uh, I want for my brother what, what I, I want, want for myself. myself.